Welcome to the Mummy Fit Time podcast, a place for busy women to find the secrets towards being the best version of themselves, both in physical and mental health. Join me, Nikki Kinnearum, your host and health advocate, as we discover why you might be feeling a certain way, how to move past this, and step into the version of you that brings you the most happiness. Not every woman's journey is the same, but through this podcast, I've no doubt that you will uncover things about yourself and have a little fun along the way. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Mummy Fit Time podcast. This is a very special episode because not only are we learning about meal planning and you get to listen to me have a very croaky and stuffed up voice, you also get to listen to my good friend Ange from Ever So Homely who um, is here to talk to us about meal planning. So I've been Looking forward to working with Ange and doing this podcast, not only because I know that meal planning is such a time saver uh, and can be such a time saving tool for mums and anyone in general, but also because I've seen uh, Ange's business evolve over the years and I've seen how much impact she can have and how much she positively helps mums uh, in the home environment. So she's got so much goodness to share in this podcast episode. Before we get into the nuts and bolts and chatting with Ange, I do want to introduce her though. So Ange is uh, from Ever So Homely and she is your ultimate homemaker and your how-to girl for all things around the home. She aims to help inspire and motivate as well as help transform spaces in the home to make it ever so homely. She helps create simplified personalized spaces and it makes such a difference to your life and mindset when you do reduce the amount of clutter around your home and in turn make it a place you love. I couldn't agree more with that particular statement there. I just do not function in a cluttered space. And I'm sure many of the listeners are very similar. Ange focuses on home improvements with a do-it-yourself approach with lots of tutorials, blogs and videos and uh, helps you to gain confidence on the tools. Tools is not my forte, so that is awesome. If the tools aren't for you, then it's not to worry, you will also find some great inspiration to decorate, declutter and organise your home with the help from Ange. But not only that, Ange also loves to cook and she has a love for bulk freezer cooking, which you'll find all about in this podcast episode. So she recently created the Ultimate Organisation ebook to make your time more intentional in the kitchen. And that is her ebook called Meal Plan Made Easy. By using that step-by-step guide, she helps you to save money and time, show you how to repurpose meals, and includes all of the templates you will need to get meal planning off the ground. By investing the time now, you are investing time in your future self. And I know that my listeners love it when I talk about investing in your future self. So here's another way we can invest in our future self and look after our future self. So Ange has very kindly offered all of the listeners of the Mummy Fit Time podcast a 15% discount off her ebook. And to uh, gain access to that, I've popped the discount code in the show notes. However, you simply go over to Ange's website and type in the discount code Mummy Fit Time and you'll get your 15% off the ebook on meal plan made easy. Okay. 
So we've introduced Ange. Now let's get into the nuts and bolts and listen to the goodness that she has to share with us that's going to save us time and teach us how to meal plan effectively and how to meal plan for a month ahead, which just sounds amazing and such a time saver. So over to the podcast. Welcome, and to the Mummy Fit Time podcast. Hi, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me today. Not a worry. I've, I've been looking forward to our um, podcast recording together because I know the value you're going to add to the, the listeners in this podcast, particularly around um, meal planning and uh, how you can do that in bulk because it's something that I didn't even understand until uh, I listened to another podcast recording that you had done. Um, yeah. And I had all these little light bulb moments. So that was like the moment where I went, okay, right. <laughs> we need to get your wisdom onto this podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, I can help share what I've been doing over the years to help make everyone's life a little bit easier in the kitchen, but also yeah, save some time and money at the same time. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, let's just jump straight into it. So um, the first thing I wanted to ask you is, could you give us a bit of a, a description, a bit of a idea about how Ever So Homely came about? Yeah, definitely. So Ever So Homely as it stands today is a community of homemakers and DIYers. Um, initially, when I started out into the business world, I was just sort of hobby making wooden children's decor. Um, whilst on maternity leave a few years ago we've just bought our new home and I was just sort of sharing uh, behind the scenes um, what we're doing to the house so styling and decorating and personalizing it but also decluttering and organizing our home because after three kids and having twins as well I just felt like we'd accumulated so much stuff yeah. And I couldn't even decorate our home because we just had too much of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I just sort of, yeah, stopped what I was doing and just continued sharing um, what I was doing on a daily basis to make mum life easier, to also have a home um, that is simplified and a home that you love as well. And yeah, that's how sort of Ever So Homely ended up coming about. Yeah, well, you've done amazingly well. I mean, um, for the, the listeners, Angie and I go back, way back. We're, we're friends from way back. Um, and so I've seen your business develop from uh, originally it was Day Call Me into Ever So Homely and just seen it absolutely grow. And I still remember um, the conversation you had with me where you said, oh, I'm starting a business. And it's just so amazing to see how much you've grown and the, the value that you have been able to provide and help um so many people with over the years thank you yeah and that's my whole whole aim so i can help inspire and just motivate others as well to do the same because it's yeah beneficial for your own life as well so yeah absolutely okay so one of the the key things that you do with ever so homely is you've got an ebook on meal planning yep. um, and that's a huge time saver so we all know that meal planning is a huge time saver for mums. Um, but one of the, the questions that come up to me a lot from the mums that I work with is, well, what's the difference between meal planning and meal preparation? And can the two be done hand in hand? Yeah, definitely. Well, it's a good idea to do both. 
Um, so firstly, meal planning is when you put some time aside, whether it's 10 minutes a week or an hour a month to plan out all your meals for the entire month or week, whatever you're doing. I actually plan monthly. That's why I keep going saying monthly. Yeah. But imagine it, whether you plan your week, your fortnight or your month in advance, at least you know what you're eating each and every night. Um, yeah. You're not making multiple trips to the supermarket, which also saves time and money. Yeah. Um, you're able to bulk cook as well when you sort of plan it all in because you have everything that you need. With my meal planning, I make sure majority of the meals that are on the meal plan are family favourites because the last thing you want to be doing is adding all these exotic recipes to your meal plan that overwhelm you, there's ingredients in there that you've never used, yeah. all these ingredients that you have to buy and then you don't end up using them. You don't end up cooking it and you get fed up with meal planning quickly. So yeah, definitely think um, with meal planning to add family favorites as the base of your actual meal plan. So if you want to eat tacos every Tuesday, eat tacos every Tuesday. If the kids are eating it, it doesn't matter. Like as yeah. long as everyone's happy, everyone's eating, it's easy for you to do. Yeah. That's the main important thing. Um, yeah. With meal planning, I actually put an hour aside each month and I grocery shop for the whole month as well. So I plan out the whole month's worth of meals, including um, bulk meals that I make. Yeah. And um, I also clean out the pantry and the fridge within that hour as well. Wow. So that's productive. Yes, yeah, an hour a month, that's all I do. And I don't have to touch it again for the rest of the month. So Wow. Yeah. Okay. So with the... Um I guess the, the meal planning and the meal preparation, do you then need to do any meal preparation um, aside from the, the original meal planning? I know you bulk cook a lot of your foods, but yeah. what about like fresh veggies and stuff? What do you do for those? So um, as I mentioned, so the meal planning is when you literally plan. So that's got nothing to do with your meal prepping or cooking or anything like that. Yeah. With the meal prep, um, what I do, I do majority of my cooking or meal prepping in the first week of the month. So I don't do a lot of cooking for the rest of the month. Um, and I love bulk freezer cooking. So it's trial and error as well what works with bulk freezer cooking. Um, but with the fresh vegetable side of things, we go try go to fresh fruit markets or get farmer's market um, produce delivered yep. to us. We also find it lasts longer as well, um, supporting obviously local farmers as well. Yeah. And what I do, um, so we usually get that twice a month, so once a fortnight. And fruits, I don't prep anything. I do wash everything before I put it into the fridge. Um, in the first week of the month, with um, a lot of the vegetables, the fresh vegetables, they go into a lot of the meals. So that gets used up there. Um, yeah. If I touch one ingredient, I'll make sure I chop it all up. So say if I've got a cabbage, I won't just cut a bit off for yeah. a salad. I'll wash it all up and I'll cut it all up and say, same with the pumpkin as well. Okay. Because it just saves you time, like only touching that ingredient once as well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, same obviously like the bigger things like your watermelon and your rock melons and things like that, I cut all that up. Um, your pumpkin... Um, the rest of the vegetables I tend to leave in the fridge and yeah, sort of yeah. cut. It, it's, it's sort of hard to explain because I say if I'm making a salad, I'll make a salad for that night, but also um, some for the next day's dinner or lunch. Yeah, 
but I leave the rest whole because I just feel the salad type items last longer, but I do make sure I wash um, say all my salad items and I pop them all into one of the Tupperware, I don't know what they're called. They're the fridge companion type ones that actually yeah. can produce a lot longer. So I use that for like your beans and your spinach um, yeah. and your salads and all that sort of stuff. And it's just grab and go. So it's wash ready and ready to use for the next week or two. Yeah, that's really clever, isn't it? Um, just, I guess, doing that prep for... Um, what's the, the, the term I'm going for to, to help your future self. And that's a, um, that's a Tash Guthrie term, which, um, I know, you know, Tash and Tash has also appeared on my podcast, but, um, yeah, doing a lot of work there to look after your future self there in terms of meal prep so that you're not left on, um, those days where it's just been one of those super busy days and you come home and you just stare at the fridge blankly and you just go, I don't even I don't even know where to start. I can't even be bothered cutting up this particular vegetable for a salad or whatever it is. So I love that you do a lot of that prep in advance. Yeah, and I also do that um, with our meats as well. So a lot of it I do cook up into meals. Some are only prep. So say rissoles, I'll prep the mince and I'll freeze it. Um, schnitzels as well, I just prep it and freeze it. If I buy, say, three kilos of chicken, I'll cook some. Then I'll dice some. I'll leave some whole, put some in strips and it's already washed clean, ready to go and frozen. So by the time dinner comes around, I don't even need to cut the chicken up because it's already prepped and ready. to. Makes things so, so easy. So with the, I guess, the frozen defrosted debate there, um, well, I say debate because it's a debate in my household. Um, My (laughs) partner Paul doesn't like frozen meals or uh, defrosted foods. Um, whereas I, I really don't care, but I know that you've got a special, I guess, process. I think I've seen that you defrost your food like the day before in the fridge or what, what is it that you do to defrost your meals? Yeah. So what I do, um, as soon as the meal has finished cooking, I pop it into some containers straight away to get it to room temperature as soon as possible, as soon as possible. Um, and then it's covered and put into the freezer straight away and labelled. So by reducing it down to room temperature reduces frostbite because that can change and alter the taste of the meal as well. Right. And then say um, the night before I check the meal plan and see what I need um, possibly to pull out of the freezer and I go put it straight in the fridge. So it thaws out by the time dinner time rolls around again the next night. And then I either reheat on the stove or in the oven. Ah, right, okay. Um, Because I believe, like, I won't eat reheated chicken in the microwave. Yeah. Because it completely changes the flavour. Like, it does not taste how it should. So by sort of following that sort of process, it helps keep the flavours right. And also, I find... Things that freeze better are usually something with the sauce. So say pulled chicken, I pretty much cook every month. And that um, meal base that I actually cook, I recreate it into different meals throughout the month. So the pulled chicken I can serve with pasta. Um, We make pulled chicken tortillas. Sometimes we have pulled chicken tacos. Um, Sometimes we do pulled chicken pizzas. So you've got that actual meal base and you can actually make it into various other things. But that type of meal is really good because it's cooked in a tomato base, so it's not a dry type 
chicken. So it reheats really, really well and it doesn't actually change the flavor whatsoever. And it's all trial and error. Like for example, lasagna is another one that's really good to cook and freeze, but say rissoles and schnitzel, I don't like cooking and freezing those and then reheating it. Those yeah. items are good just to prep and freeze. And then when you need to cook it, obviously you defrost the same process that I just said. And then you cook it like you usually would either on the barbecue or in the air fryer yeah. or on the stove and it won't, won't change the flavor at all. So I think it's just that whole process of how you do it is how it actually affects. Yeah. Okay. You've just unraveled to me where I'm going wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I've always been a, um, last minute girl where I come in and go, oh, okay, what do I have pre-prepped in the freezer? And I have a look and go, oh, that'll do and throw it in the microwave. So it's frozen to start off with and I throw it straight in the microwave. So it's yeah. killing off the taste. So I guess that completely explains why Paul turns his nose up at my uh, frozen meals. Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really handy. So you mentioned the pulled chicken there. Is um, I can't quite recall, but your ebook that you have, does that also have recipes within it? It does. I actually have created a whole month's meal plan um, of, of family meals and family meals that we actually love as well. So it has a whole month of meals planned out for you, including recipes and your grocery list as well. So it's made for you. So if you don't even want to learn how to do meal planning, yeah, for you. Um, and I've got another one so that ebook is sort of a step-by-step -step guide showing you how to do it including monthly made meal plan and all the recipes but i also have um some regular monthly meal plans made for you coming out soon so it's just the meal plan and the recipes and the shopping list that you need for the actual month wow because i love that you say shopping list because that's one of the things that i struggle with the most with meal planning because i sort of sit there and this is why I'm sort of blown away that you get it all done within an hour in for your month ahead because I'll sit there and I'll pull out my meals for a week and then I'll sit there and go through every single ingredient and work out what I need and whatnot and that is so time consuming um so yeah and then often I have forgotten something or I double cook something by accident or yeah so I love that you've got those pre-made meal plans, but also those pre-made um, shopping lists as well. That would make a huge difference. Yeah, well, the um, probably by the time this podcast comes out, um, a new freebie grocery list, which will be added into the eBooks as well. Um, yeah, it will be super helpful because it's going to prompt you of things that you do actually need to buy as well. So rather than going, oh, what else do I need to add to the list? All those things are going to be there for you. So yeah. I'll make sure I send you to help you with your with your shopping. But also when I do the meal plan, um, I also clean out my pantry. So I've got a really good idea of what's in there as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. So a quick wipe out um, and also an organized pantry helps too, because you can see things at a glance rather than having to sift through the whole pantry to work out what you have. Yeah. So because you do your meal planning, does that, prevent items from stacking up in your pantry yeah definitely so with my meal planning the first thing I do is add the family favorites then I also shop from my pantry freezer and fridge for example then I add meals from 
what I have there, then onto the meal plan. Then I add some new recipes that I want to try because I also love cooking and I like to get creative. I tend to try to leave that for the weekends and stuff, trying some new things. And then I add that at that last. And then quite often with those new recipes, I'll have ingredients left over because it's not stuff that I'd usually eat. I'll make sure I add that into next month's meal plan to make sure I'm not, yeah. Yeah. Stuck into the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing because I, I know my own pantry, which is a huge pantry, is overflowing with just random bits and pieces here and there. So well, what I recommend for you, do even like a week's meal plan, add some favourites that you know the whole family will eat, and then try create some recipes from what you have just to try and reduce your stock levels over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good um, idea. Um, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to check up on you. <laughs> do and I'll be like I made one meal and it was a flop and all the kids hated it <laughs> but oh well we we persist don't we <laughs> we definitely do <laughs> um now I wanted to ask you too um how do you go you, you've mentioned that you buy your veggies and so you do your prep in advance with your veggies and things so you're you're covering your nutrition bases with making sure that your meals are um i guess balanced in terms of veggies and this is probably not even a question i'm asking you but more a reiteration to the listeners that you don't necessarily need to be eating um fresh veggies in a meal if you've got veggies that have been frozen they've been frozen at that time when they were at their freshest so it's not devaluing or decreasing the nutrition levels in those veggies by having defrosted vegetables no i don't think so not at all yeah. i mean you still have all the flavor there as well i mean i've never tried to say freeze say steamed veggies or something like that because i just find those type of things are quite easy just to sort of steam on the side of savory heating and meat or lasagna or something that you've made um or obviously adding the salad to the side but say last night i don't know if you saw my stories i had my pulled chicken meat base and as i was reheating it i added a handful of frozen peas and any leftover spinach i had in the fridge ah yeah like that and then as that was finishing cooking, I had some asparagus left in the fridge as well. So I just added that onto the top and I closed the lid. So that cooked the asparagus. Yeah. You'd still be able to add other extra veggies that you have yeah. on meals as you go and sort of recreate what you what you have easily. I love that. Yeah. It sort of gives it a, a fresh tinge, doesn't it? Like a fresh, yeah. I don't know, fresh look to the meal as well. Yeah, and broccoli is another one to sort of add to something like that, um, those types of meals as well. So the fact that you're not having to cook the whole main part of your meal, you've got a little bit more time to add some of those fresh produce salad type items um, on. I'm actually been doing sort of like plant-based vegetarian lunches at the moment. So Tomorrow, I'm actually getting stuck into doing a week's worth of um, plant-based meal prep lunches. Yeah, okay. Yep. For myself. So, yeah, that's sort of my next stage of prepping my lunches yeah. just so I can make some good choices like that as well. 
Yeah, cool. So speaking of good choices, what would you say to the listeners that are thinking, okay, well, I want to be all planned, but I also like the variety and I like the spur of the moment. Let's go out for dinner or let's get takeaway. So how do you work around that when you've got a meal plan that you're trying to stick to? Like does do meal plans, can they be flexible? Definitely. So say I have my whole month planned out and say, say we're today and I have a look at tomorrow's meal plan and it says we're having lasagna, for example, but I am really craving a risotto. That's fine. I won't pull out my lasagna for tomorrow. I'll just pull out my chicken. I'll swap it on my meal plan um, and I can still make risotto. And the fact that I don't have to go to the shops to go get all my ingredients because I've got it all in the pantry anyway because it was already on the existing meal plan. Yeah. Easy to do. But say if you want to go out tomorrow night for takeaway, you don't need to pull anything out. But also if you do happen to take something out, you can even reheat it for lunchtime. You're obviously most of us are working from home, so that can easily work. Yeah. Or I've often left it another night in the fridge and it's still been okay. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. And then you can cook it for the next night, but I probably wouldn't leave it any longer than that because obviously the expiry times. Yeah. Um, yeah, the maximum I've sort of done is defrost one night and then kept it for another night to cook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that that's really, I think, a good thing for our listeners to be aware of because that I guess that is some feedback that I get from some ladies where they don't want to be stuck in that uh, regimented meal plan and they must eat this meal on this particular night. So it's really good to hear the, um, the amount of flexibility that's there. Yeah, I often crave other things. And when you've got a meal plan with such big variety, it is easy enough to to swap around. So I do it. We're all human. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. (laughs) And what about like for the different seasons? So you mentioned um, you've sort of got your your go-to meals and the family favourites. Do you swap them around depending on the season? Yeah, definitely. So say obviously pumpkin, for example, is a huge one for winter because it's very much a winter vegetable. Um, and it's cheap. So that's the other thing. So when I mentioned earlier, sort of it's sort of family favourites and sort of shop from your pantry slash fridge. Um, and then also create meals that are seasonal. Um, yeah. Because well, I've got seasonal produce guide as well. So you can use that at a glance as well. Um, and yeah, definitely incorporate that because you're going to be saving a lot more money and it's going to be fresher. There's obviously times of year that asparagus, for example, is hard to come by. Yeah. And- and you don't want to be using that on a regular basis either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. Thank you. You've answered so many questions, both for myself and I'm sure what uh, that the listeners have on their minds too. And for the listeners that are listening in to this podcast, you can probably tell that my voice is quite different today and I've been hearing it getting stuffier and stuffier as we go through the podcast. I've got a head cold. So um, yeah, we might start wrapping up there, uh, Edge, before my uh, head cold takes over my nose completely and I sound uh, very nasal. (laughs) No worries at all. Where can the people that are listening to this podcast find you? 
Um, over at Ever So Homely on Facebook and Instagram, you'll see me showing up daily in my stories. I love to show a lot behind the scenes of what I'm doing daily, but also how I'm cooking and how I'm meal prepping as well. I have lots of how-to IGTV videos and a stack of blogs on my website as well, which is www.eversohomely.com.au. Any questions, just, I'm honestly I'm more than happy to, to help you and chat with you like, my inbox is always open. Oh, good, good, excellent. Yeah, I, I'm sure that some of the ladies will have uh, questions, but uh, I, I, I personally follow Ange um, on her uh, on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, I'm in your free group as well on Facebook, which is full of different ideas and not just around meal planning as well. There's a lot of stuff around home decorating and organizing, which I guess is a topic for another day, but um, something that I get a lot of value out of because. I feel like I'm forever organizing and trying to declutter, which can lead to a lot of mental overwhelm and stress. So I, again, that's a topic for another day, but uh, yeah, anyone that's listening, definitely worth checking out Edge over on those different uh, social media channels. Thank you, Nikki. And thank you so much for having me. And yeah, hopefully everyone's yeah enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful and inspirational and yeah, definitely make some changes to their meal planning and cooking in the home absolutely all right edge well thanks again for joining us thanks nikki thank you for listening to this episode of the mummy fit time podcast if you enjoyed listening to this episode i would love it if you can pop on over to apple itunes and leave a review the more reviews that are left the more I can spread the word and the messages of what you've learned today and what else I share in this podcast to other women in the world. This episode has been brought to you by my membership and doors are going to be opening again very soon for my membership where not only are you learning about exercise and how your body responds to exercise, but you're also challenged to change around the way that you eat as well as focus on different areas that you may not have explored before, such as stress and sleep and how these can be impacting not only on your weight loss journey, but on you growing into your body and growing into your health and your fitness so that you can be the optimal person that you know that you can be. If you'd like to find out more about the membership, make sure you do head over to my website and you can sign up to the wait list over there so that as soon as doors open, again, you can be one of the first to know. Once again, thanks very much for listening to today's podcast and I can't wait to catch you in the next episode.